Welcome to the Ballsy Broadcast. I'm your host, Renee Sager. I help career-driven women, go-getters, and you self-proclaimed type A control freaks that I love, who've outgrown who they used to be, get clear on who they are and what they want now in their life and business. Each week, I will bring you the insights and individuals that will challenge your old ideas of who you think you should be, a dose of reality to get you out of overwhelm and into action, and ultimately move you into a bolder and ballsier version of yourself. If you are someone that appreciates raw and real conversation that actually moves the needle in your life and business, you found the right spot. New name who dis? It's, it's me actually still. It's, it's still me guys. <laughs> I know. I know. Three for a little loop there. But we are going to talk a little bit about the new name of the podcast, why it's named this, what the heck ballsy even means, why I talk about balls, <laughs> and just dive into some specifics around that, what it means to be ballsy, how you get ballsy, all those good things, lots of ball talk today. But, but before we get started, I have just a couple things that are very insignificant, <laughs> but have been making my life better. And I want to share these things with you. So there are three things that I want to share with you this morning before we get into everything else. One of them, which just a second, let me just hold, please. Did you hear that? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. It was me taking a sip of my coffee with frothed steamed. If you've followed me for a while, you know that I'm obsessed with this milk frother. I love foamy milk. I just, I love it. I love when I get Americanos. I like my milk to be steamed and foamed and I want that foam on the top. I just, I, it's decadent to me. I just, it's one of my favorite things. But when I was at the store the other day and now I can't even remember which store it was, which I'm bummed about. But I was at the store. I mean, I go to like one of three stores, so it's I'm sure I can figure it out. And I saw they had like the seasonal stuff out and there was lots of pumpkin stuff. And I've decided that unless I'm eating actual pumpkin pie, I don't want anything else pumpkin. Like not interested. It doesn't smell good to me. It doesn't taste good. It always tastes very fake. I'm just I'm not into it. Not into it. I will eat a pumpkin bread, though. That's I can get down with that. But everything else, eh, not really my thing. Not really my thing. I don't want your pumpkin spice latte. Nope. Give me a hot caramel apple cider. Yep. Anyways, um, there was some eggnog things. And we drink a lot of eggnog in this house. I'll tell you what. When it comes out, we hit it hard and we go until it's no longer available. <laughs> Sometimes we have to cut it back because we're like, okay, we're like overdoing it. We're not, we're taking the fun and excitement out of it because we're having so much. But I do enjoy eggnog. And I, I looked around, so I saw this like knockoff one, not knockoff, it was like a milk alternative uh, eggnog, which I'm not... Oh, I was at Kroger. Now I remember. Okay, I'm going to go back to that one. Uh, I saw the knockoff, or not, again, not knockoff, the dairy-free eggnog alternative, whatever, like silk and almond and all that stuff. And I'm not normally really excited by that stuff, but they didn't have regular. So I saw this oat milk, like this Chobani oat milk eggnog milk. 
And I was like, well, I'll try it. It was a smaller carton. And so I threw it in my cart. Oh my gosh. It's the best. It's the best thing ever. I don't think I would want, like if I was really craving eggnog and I was going to pour it in a glass and drink it, I think I would probably just want eggnog. But eggnog is so thick and really sweet that sometimes when I froth it in my frother, I actually cut it with regular milk because it's just, it's a lot. And this is it, I love nutmeg and it has the nutmeg in it and it's still creamy, but not over the top. I mean, it's everything I want. It's it's so good. And I've been having it in my coffee every single day for the last week. And I love it. I just love it. So if you ever put eggnog in your milk or in your coffee during the holidays, try this. Like, just try it and tell me. I would love to know if you try it. And maybe I love it even more because I steam it and froth it. So it's it's extra good to me. But I mean, it's, I've been really, really surprised at how much I'm enjoying it in my coffee. So it's been making my mornings amazing. So I just thought I'd pass that along to you. Another thing that's been making my life really good, I talked about this on Instagram, but the Trader Joe's Honey Crisp Apple Candles. Oh my gosh, so good. We buy a lot of candles as well. We like burning them and we like the smell of them. Um, but this candle, it's it's on the smaller side. It's in a little tin and it's four bucks. And the downside is, I will say, it does kind of, we burn, ha ha ha, we burn through it kind of quickly, but it is so good. It smell it's so sweet and crisp and fresh, just like a honey crisp apple. So I went there this weekend and got a couple more because I'm just I love it so much. It makes the house smell so so good. So if you're in Trader Joe's and you enjoy the smell and or taste of honey crisp apples, I would say go take a whiff of that bad boy because I think it's going to light you up the same way that it does me. Okay, and the last thing that I want to tell you about which you may or may not find as useful, but if I don't know, whatever I'm telling you anyways, there's this site. So when I was creating this new podcast and the intro and re-recording it all, I had been trying to find music and I tried rebranding or I wanted to rebrand this podcast like, I don't know, 10 months ago. And then I just, I didn't, I put it off. It didn't feel right. And now it's officially felt right. So I, I pulled the trigger, but I was looking for the music for the intro and outro music and all the websites out there. If you ever need to do a podcast intro or you're just looking for some beats to add to like a video that you make or um, I got the rec the recommendation for a where I found this song from a girlfriend who was looking for music to add to her wedding video. And she's like, check this site out. And it's called Music Bed. And the songs are so good. And they're artists I've never, ever heard of. And even if you aren't, you know, starting a podcast and you need to, because when you do this podcast, when you podcast, you have to buy the license and you have to go through it. So the one song was 60 bucks and on other ones, it's like 11 or eight or there's some free ones, but they're terrible. So this one was a little more pricey, but like pretty good. I mean, I had it narrowed down to five and I loved them. And I actually started following several new artists on Spotify and compiling a new playlist 
all by people that I had never heard of until I started looking for this podcast intro music. So if you are in like a music rut, which I know happens to all of us, just go check out Music Bed and you can, it's free to just browse and you can listen to all the songs and you can kind of type in the genre that you're looking for and you know, they even have a service where you type in the kind of song you're looking for and they'll send you recommendations. I mean, I've just been so pleasantly surprised by the music and the experience on that website that I wanted to tell you about it because that's what we do around here, right? We're all in this together, making the world a better place. So you're going to have something great to eat, something great to smell, and something great to listen to. I just improved your life by like 97%. (laughs) Or at least in my opinion. Okay, so let's let's talk about Ballsy. You know, if, if you've been around here, if you're new here and you found me through another podcast, probably being interviewed about binge eating, body image, that kind of stuff, start from the beginning. I'm really food and body focused for the first like, I don't know, 50 episodes, at least 25. Like start there. You're going to get a ton out of this podcast if you're struggling with food and body stuff. If you start from the beginning. If you're not new here, I wanted, I've been, maybe you knew that you've seen this in my rebrand, the photos, everything new. You know, I kind of, I talk less and less about food and I just in a way felt like I'd kind of outgrown my old podcast name and and some of the branding and everything. And so I moved into this new podcast title. Does this mean everything I've ever talked about is going to be like a 180 and you're not going to be able to relate to it? No, not at all. (laughs) Like Because I talk about a lot of that stuff because it is who I am. It is my story. It is my experience. But that being said, we will be going more in a little bit more into the direction of getting ballsy. So what is that? What is that even, what is ballsy? Well, let me tell you first why I kind of love the word balls. So my mom always used to say balls. <laughs> I don't know why. If you don't know this either, she has, she's passed away. She she died very suddenly. Um, I think it was like almost six years ago now, which is wild. But if, let's say we're playing cards, and she messes up or gets a wrong, a bad hand or something, just, oh, balls. Or she messes up a recipe or drops something. It's just, oh, balls. (laughs) And I often say that too. And that isn't why I came up with ballsy, but it is a fond word to me. But also, like, balls are fun, right? Bouncy balls, disco balls, dude balls. I mean, all the balls. They're great. They're a great time. It's a, it's a fun thing. And that is part of, of my messaging and what I help clients do is chill out, trust themselves more, unpucker that pooper, and show up with more authenticity and authority and all of those things that feel like them. And so to me, that is what being ballsy means. Does It doesn't mean um, being aggressive. It doesn't mean being rude. It doesn't. And I think that that's the correlation that women especially have with being bolder, 
being more assertive is that they're like, well, I don't want to be a bitch. Like I, that's not what, that's such a, that is something that has to change in your brain is that being assertive, speaking up, asking for what you want, protecting your time and energy and mental well-being is your job. It is your responsibility and yours alone. Lack of balls is truly one of the biggest issues women have when they come to work with me. And whether it's food, whether it's binge eating, whether it's confidence, whether it's anxiety and overwhelm and work, whether it's their business and how they're showing up for that, the the core, the crux of this is lack of balls. And when I say that, what I mean is really vulnerably, authentically sharing what you need, sharing what's bothering you, saying no and having to hurt someone's feelings sometimes, protecting your time in ways that you probably never have before, learning how to let yourself rest, like really this overhaul on how you think of yourself, treat yourself, and ultimately show up for yourself. It all comes back to that. So if we go back to the the food thing, and if you're like me, you probably tried 379 different ways to figure out the food stuff, right? How do I just, I just, what do I do? Not eat this, eat more of this, don't eat at this time, eat at that time, don't, da, 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 a million things. But it's not the food. What, I don't know about you specifically, obviously, um, but, you know, for me, a reason, if I go way, way back to the very, very beginning, a reason that I started restricting and compulsively exercising was because I felt alone, was because my friend group was disappearing before my eyes and I didn't know what else to do. And so I turned to these things and I didn't have the ability. I mean, I was a teen at that point. So like I really cognitively didn't have the ability either to understand what was going on for me emotionally and how to express that in a way that made sense. So I I was kind of in survival mode. Now as an adult, I see this happen for women exactly the same. You know, it's like why am I going home and binging my face out off and in, in the evening? And it's easy to think and it's easy to focus on the food because it's like, oh, obviously it's the food. And the truth is that it kind of takes the focus off you. As, as hard as that may seem, whether it's eating, whether it's drinking, whatever, it's easier to focus on those things, which are actually the symptoms. They're the vessel for you to kind of get away from all of that. But getting ballsy means like, well, let's go backwards. Why are you eating all that? Why do you feel insecure in your body? Why aren't you getting enough sleep? Why are you always exhausted? Why are you overwhelmed? Why don't you feel good enough? Why aren't you making the money you want? Why aren't you speaking up the way that you want in your relationship? 
Those are the things that we tackle to pull out and uncover the real you that doesn't need to use all of these things or live a double life or pretend. You just get to show up as you. We get to stop doing all of that nonsense, all of that running around, all of that just trying to impress or prove something. And you get to be you. And part of that is being really vulnerable. Part of that is doing things that you never in a million years thought you would have done. And a lot of that is changing things that you aren't even aware that you're doing. And this is a huge benefit of working in particular one-on-one because the ways that you live, the things that you think about yourself, the way that you show up for functions or events or your job or your relationship, you've done for so long that you, the idea that you could even do it differently, it's, it's impossible for you to wrap your brain around at this point. You, you can't see the hundred different ways. And the more that we work together and uncover these things and look at your patterns and kind of pull those out, then it's kind of like this domino effect. You're like, oh my gosh. You know, I like to use their, I don't think she'll care. No one's going to know who she is, but she was in my ballsy broads group. And she was kind of miserable in her career. And she was like, I just, I think I want to start my own business. I don't know. I hate this job. I just, I have to live and look this certain way. And I don't like it. And there's so many expectations on me. And I'm exhausted. And through our work, what she realized was a very small percentage of the stuff making her miserable was real. During our time together, she completely changed her hair and colored it in a way that she'd been wanting to for so long, but had convinced herself she would be fired if she did. Nobody cared. She put her nose ring back in because she had convinced convinced herself she needed to remain professional at this job. Nobody said anything. She had told herself that she needed to go 110% above and beyond, pick up the extra slack, and that if she didn't, Something would happen. Not true. Completely made up. And through our work, she realized she didn't hate her job as much as she thought she did. She started to hate her job because of all of the things she had put on herself. Right? And this can be showing up for you in your own career or your own relationships. You know, what is it's something I was thinking about this morning was. What are the things that you're not saying in all of these areas? Business, relationships, career, whatever. It's not always what you're saying. It's what are you not saying? What are you just shoving down? What are you like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it doesn't really bother me. Eh, It's fine. The things you're not saying are what we really want to look at and pull out because they actually say a ton. But you've probably just conditioned yourself to like tone it down or 
quote unquote, follow the rules or fit into this mold or be the good girl and and follow the rules. And and I was talking to a previous uh, client who's also a, a friend of mine in our alumni call that, you know, that's a thing that she was a very type A control rule follower, like self-proclaimed. She would she would agree to all of these things. And, you know, she kind of stopped going to all these meetings at her corporate career and her corporate job. And she's like, nobody even cared. Like I was doing them because I thought I had to. I thought it was expected of me. And she was starting again to become resentful. And she started breaking down each of these rules and her life. She's moved. She's married. She's taking on these really fun, like extracurricular activities. And she's just her life has really just grown into who she is because she stopped doing things the way that she thought she was supposed to. So this is truly the the backbone of when I say show up with more balls, live with bigger balls, get ballsy. That is what this means. It doesn't mean be more me. It doesn't mean be more them. It means be more you. The real, true, authentic you. If you're if you're earth tones and and green tea and super chill, good. Are you trying to not be those things? Are you trying to to be more flashy and more enthusiastic than you are and participate in these things that you don't like? That's never going to work. But in your brain, you've probably convinced yourself this is the only way I'll be successful. This is the only way I'll fit in. You know, in your business, are you really not speaking in the way that you would ever speak? Especially if you're an entrepreneur. If you work in corporate, we got to follow some of those rules, right? But if you do work in your own business, it's like, are you, is it really you? Is your branding you? Is your message you? Is your audience you? Or is it what you think you should do? Same thing with with corporate women. Like, are the is is the way that you're dressing and showing up? Is it really you? And women often get to, I say women because that's who I work with, and I don't know what men go through, but women often get to this point in their life where. All the things no longer fit as well as they used to. Things are still going pretty good. And in in maybe multiple areas of your life. But there are a few things that are just not fitting anymore. And you will hang on until you just about die. Because because it, it feels like what you should be doing. And what I help you do is break free from all of that and show up in a way that actually feels good. More fun, more spice, more authenticity, more you. So that is what this podcast, this kind of updated version is going to be about, which is truly what a lot of my message has been about up until this point now. I just feel that this cover art and this title is is a bit more in alignment with where I am now and where I want to be moving forward. So I'm thrilled you're here. If you like this episode, if you're excited about the rebrand, if you love what I talk about and do, if you want to take a screenshot and share it to your social media, send it to a bestie, send it to Facebook, send it to wherever, 
tag me in it if that's an option because that means so much to me. Like I I just love that. It's validating for me, but also it helps other people get connected with me, pick up on this message and you get a little bit of support in what you're working on yourself. So if you could do that for me, I would love it. I'm very excited about this rebrand. I'm very excited about the direction that we're going and the conversations that we will be having on here moving forward. And that's just a little bit about what being ballsy means to me. Now, I also want to tell you that Wrecking Ball is still enrolling. So if you've wanted to work with me one-on-one, this is the time. I'm going to close these applications relatively soon. So you can fill out the form or you can read more about it in the show notes that will all be listed in there for you to to peek over. And I just briefly wanted to talk about the difference between Wrecking Ball and Ballsy Broads. So I'm going to revamp Ballsy Broads a little bit too. It's going to be a little shorter and a little less one-on-one time. Um, and so due to the nature of that, it's not going to be quite as in-depth. And so Wrecking Ball is for the person that loves one-on-one. You're like, I'm ready to do some shit. Like I'm ready to make some serious changes. I'm ready to like go all in on this next version of me that is is dying to come out, but I don't know how to get her out. Like I know that I want to care less. I know that I want to have more fun. I know that I want to be more me and just embody what I'm doing. But I, how do I get there? That's who Wrecking Ball is for. So if that's where you're at, if you're ready to kind of dig in and and break down some old walls of, of who you thought you should be and who you thought you should live and you're ready to kind of turn the dial up on you, then fill out the application or read over it. Happy to chat with you over uh, Instagram as well. You can just private message me in there. And just thanks for being here. I'm super stoked and I'll be back next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard today and you're wondering how we can work together and the different offerings I have, be sure to visit reneesager.com to learn more. And in the meantime, stay ballsy.